0: section two of a voyage to the moon this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org a voyage to the moon by cyrano de bergerac translated by archibald lovell section two the translator to the reader it is now seven and twenty years since the moon appeared first historically on the english horizon Footnote one, and let it not seem strange that she should have retained light and brightness so long here without renovation when we find by experience that in the heavens she never fails once a month to change and shift her splendour for it is the excellency of art to represent nature even in her absence and this being a piece done to the life by one that had the advantage of the true light as well as the skill of drawing in this kind to perfection he left so good an original which was so well copied by another hand that the picture might have served for many years more to have given the lovers of the moon a sight of their mistress even in the darkest nights and when she was retired to put on a clean smock in phoebus his apartment if they had been so curious as to have encouraged the exposers however reader you now have a second view of her And that under the same cover with the sun too which is very rare and since these two were never seen before in conjunction yet i would have none be afraid that their eyes being dazzled with the glorious light of the sun they should not see her for fancy will supply the weakness of the organ and imagination by the help of this mirror will not fail to discover them both though cynthia lie hid under apollo's shining mantle and so much for the luminaries now as to the worlds which with analogy to ours below i may call the old and new that of the moon having been discovered though imperfectly by others but the sun owing its discovery wholly to our author i make no doubt but the ingenious reader will find in both so extraordinary and surprising rarities as well natural moral as civil that if he be not as yet sufficiently disgusted with this lower world which i am sure some are to think of making a voyage thither as our author has done he will at least be pleased with his relations nevertheless since this age produces a great many bold wits that shoot even beyond the moon and cannot endure no more than our author to be stinted by magisterial authority and to believe nothing but what grey-headed antiquity gives them leave its pity some soaring virtuoso instead of travelling into france does not take a flight up to the sun and by new observations supply the defects of its history occasioned not by the negligence of our witty french author but by the accursed plagiary of some rude hand that in his sickness rifted his trunks and stole his papers as he himself complains three let some venturous undertaker auspiciously attempt it then and if neither of the two universities gresham college nor greenwich observatory can furnish him with an instrument of conveyance let him try his own invention or make use of our author's machine for our loss is indeed so great that one would think none but the declared enemy of mankind would have had the malice to purloin and stifle those rare discoveries which our author made in the province of the solar philosophers and which undoubtedly would have gone far as to the settling our sublunary philosophy which As well as religion is lamentably rent by sects and whimsies and have convinced us perhaps that in our present doubts and perplexities a little more or a little less of either would better serve our turns and more content our minds footnote one this evidently refers to an earlier translation of the voyage to the moon published probably in sixteen sixty The present editor will be greatly obliged to anyone who will put him on the track of a copy of this, or any other early translation from Cyrano, such as the satirical characters and handsome descriptions in letters written to several persons of quality by Monsieur de Cyrano Bergerac. Translated from the French by a person of honour, London, 1658. Footnote 2. Among the others who had previously discovered the moon, Ariosto is the most prominent in his orlando furioso astolfo goes to the moon visits the valley of lost things finds there many broken resolutions idlers days lovers tears and other such matters and finally recovers orlando's lost wits which he brings back to the earth the satire minipi 1594 gives in its supplement news from the regions of the moon quevedo the spanish satirist and novelist 1580 to 1645 With whose works Cyrano was acquainted, also gives an account of the moon in his Sixth Vision. In England, the Reverend John Wilkins, sixteen fourteen to sixteen seventy two, once principal of Trinity College, Cambridge, and later Bishop of Chester, a brother in law of Cromwell, and one of the founders of the Royal Society, published in sixteen thirty eight the Discovery of a New World, or a discourse to prove it is probable there may be another habitable world in the moon with a discourse concerning the possibility of a passage thither and later in sixteen forty the discourse concerning a new planet tending to prove it is probable our earth is one of the planets these two works are said to have done more than any others to popularize the copernican system in england the discovery of a new world was translated into french by jean de Montaigne, and published at rouen in sixteen fifty five or sixteen fifty six see charles Naudier, Melange extrait d'une petite bibliotheque. Finally, the most important of Cyrano's predecessors in the discovery of the moon was Francis Godwin, M.A., D.D., Bishop of Llandaff, and later of Hereford, fifteen sixty two to sixteen thirty three. It was not till sixteen thirty eight after the worthy bishop's death and in the same year that reverend later bishop john wilkinson's discovery of a new world was published that there appeared his man in the moon or a discourse of a voyage thither by domingo gonzales the speedy messenger this was translated into french by jean baudoin in sixteen forty eight as l'homme dans la lune voyage fait par dominique gonzale aventurier espagnol and was well known to cyrano as we shall see In saying that the sun owes its discovery wholly to our author, the translator appears to be ignorant of a work which Cyrano certainly knew, the Civitas Solis of Campanella, published in 1623 as part of his Realis Philosophiae Epilogisticae, Partes Quatuor. Footnote 3. Cf. The Last Sentence of the Voyage to the Moon. End of section 2.